Hello people and welcome or welcome back to Scottish and Scared. I'm Stephanie and before we get into it, if you guys listening have ever had any strange or unusual experiences or have any requests for future episodes, please email them over to us at scottishandscared at gmail.com. They do not need to be about Scotland because, I mean, at some point I'm going to run out of things to talk about. You can also follow us on Instagram at scottishandscaredpod and if you wouldn't mind, please rate, review and share wherever you may be listening. Massive thanks and appreciation to all the people who already have. As always, I hope everyone is safe and well and everyone is keeping their minds occupied. I think that's uh, a big thing right now. I'm partial to a little seduco, but then again, I am an 80-year-old woman in a 26-year-old body. I just want to say a massive thank you to all the people who reached out last week. It was really greatly appreciated and I really hope I was able to provide a comfort and ear and at the very least I was able to put a wee tiny smile on your face. So, so thanks for that guys. So what's been going on this week? <sighs> Absolutely nothing. On Monday we had Burns Night here in Scotland which is just a day or night when we celebrate the life and achievements of the famous Scottish poet Robert Burns. Traditionally we would kind of sit down and have a Burns supper which is haggis, neeps and tatties. If you don't know what haggis is, it's just like a mixture of ingredients that are stuffed inside a sheep's stomach and then cooked in stock or whatever way that you cook it. And it is served with neeps, which are just mashed turnip and tatties, which are just mashed potatoes. And before you hit the absolute bulk, nowadays haggis is more commonly cooked within like a kind of synthetic casing instead of like the animal's stomach obviously traditionally that is how it's made but i think more commercially like in supermarkets and stuff it's a synthetic casing that's used so just in case you were wanting to try haggis but you're not too keen on the sheep stomach thing have no fear there are alternatives out there also not all scots enjoy haggis and i would be one of them i know sacrilege terrible awful but i think it's just a mixture of the spices and herbs that's put through it i'm just not a big fan of them i it really kind of reminds me of black pudding which if you don't know what black pudding is google it i am not going to tell you what it is it's absolutely disgusting i think it just reminds me too much of black pudding and that's why i just um i just really don't like it Also, I am sure there are many people out there who are shocked to know that a haggis is not a living, breathing thing, which absolutely blows my mind. But no, there are no wild haggis running around the highlands, although I must admit that does seem like it would be pretty awesome just to have our own little native animal, the haggis, the little cute haggis. But no, they're not a real thing. Another big thing that happened this week was that my little brother turned 17. I know that might not seem like a big deal, but for me it kind of is a huge thing. Uh, I am extremely close with my brother and there's about 10 years between us. So for most of my adult life, he has been this small child and now he's practically an adult. So it's really strange to have more mature conversations with him and kind of hear his opinion on matters as he grows up kind of like what his thoughts and opinions are on certain matters is really interesting but I think in my head I had just convinced myself that he was always going to be this small little boy who just was cute and didn't want me to ever leave him but now he's 
taller than me and uh, has uh, a lot of sass, let's just say that. But if you are listening, brother, which you probably are not because you love to tell me that I cringe out, I want to say happy birthday to you and I love you and I hope that you have the best day ever. But that is basically the only things that's happened other than work. Uh, Scotland is still in a tier four lockdown, which means no leaving the house unless absolutely essential. So nothing really that interesting is going on at the moment. Um, there's no, there's not even any like shops or anything open. So, you know, there's pretty limited to what we can do and how we can occupy ourselves. So not a lot to talk about on that front. But hopefully that may change in the next couple of weeks. I know things are, you, you know, things are getting bad when my brother actually wants to go back to school and I want to go back to work. Uh, working from home sounds great and comfy and all that, but it's actually hell on earth. Hell on earth and if I hear one mere person say oh I'd love to work from home no 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 you don't want to work from home it's horrid there's no just it's just horrible it's it's not nice at all so hopefully that's all over and done with in a couple of weeks I know that it's not just Scotland it's all over the UK um so I'm hoping that things get better and we'll have more to talk about so moving on from that we will just move on to this week's episode and this week's episode is actually about my favourite castle here in Scotland and that would be Fivey Castle. I don't know why the story of this place kind of reminds me of Hill House. I don't know if you've ever seen Hill House, it's a Netflix show, The Haunting of Hill House and if you've ever seen it you'll understand what I mean when I tell you but if you haven't please go watch it, there is now a second season which I personally do not think is as good but if you're into this kind of stuff it is definitely worth a watch. I don't know why but I just get that Hill House vibe from the 5A story uh, and I really like that so this is one of my favourite if not my favourite castle here in Scotland. Another reason that I like it is just because of the name. Like, I don't know why. I just feel like Fivey sounds very Scottish and whimsical and mystical. I don't know why. Weird, I know. Anywho, let's get into some details, shall we? The castle itself can be found in the village of Fivey, which is near Turriff in Aberdeenshire. Some speculate the castle was built in 1211 by William the Lion, who was King of Scots from 1165 until 1214. And as all good Scottish castles go, it was originally used as a royal stronghold. This soon changed in 1390 after the Battle of Otterburn, and it was also used as an open-air court, held by none other than Robert the Bruce, who was also King of Scots from 1306 until he died in 1329. So the castle has a lot of royal connections and, as most of them do, it has seen its fair share of bloodshed, battle, death, all those kind of things. As I said, the castle kind of seized as a royal stronghold in 1390 and it then fell into the hands of five different families over like a long period of time. Those families were Preston, Meldrum, Seton, Gordon and Leith. Now, over the years, with each of these different families living there, they all kind of added to the castle in their own way, but the main thing that they all added was a tower. Each family built their own tower, and they are all named after each family. 
Uh, the first tower was built by the Preston family and it is dated as far back as 1390. And the last tower to be built was the Leith Tower, which was built in 1890. So a lot of changes throughout the years to the structure of the castle. The interior of the castle is just your typical castle. There's a lot of artwork uh, and different types of works from a lot of famous people inside. Um, there's arm, there's different types of armour on display, there's a library, like it's just your typical castle thing, if that makes sense. So after the last family, which was the lease, owned it, it then went on to be sold to the National Trust of Scotland in 1984, which is where it currently sits. Now obviously I would not be telling you about this place unless it had a few strange goings on. And what a surprise, this place definitely has a bit of that going on. The most famous ghost story to come out of Fivey is actually that of a skeleton that was found within a bedroom wall. During 1920, there were plans to renovate the castle and kind of just give it a little spruce. A couple of weeks before this project was due to begin, a large green mossy kind of algae patch began to appear on one of the bedroom walls. The laird, or lord at the time, decided to just pull the wall down in advance just in case there was some sort of leak or, you know, there was some mould on the inside of the wall just to prevent any setbacks during the renovation. As the workers began to break into the wall and pull it down, the skeleton of a woman fell out onto the floor. Obviously, everyone stopped and they tried their best to remove the skeleton as carefully and respectfully as possible. It was determined that the body was that of a maid who had gone missing many years prior, but how she actually managed to be placed inside the wall, it kind of was never discovered. I managed to find a news article about it, but it wasn't very detailed. It just said maid who went missing discovered within wall. It just was very basic. There was no more information than that. So the Laird thought that the best course of action was just to lay the women's remains to rest and just continue on with the planned renovation. Strangely, after they removed and buried the remains, bizarre and scary things began to happen around the castle. It began with strange noises, like they would hear walking around, they would hear shouting, screaming, footsteps just your general haunting things and obviously this in itself is quite scary if you're in a large building by yourself there's nobody else there you're hearing these noises it obviously is pretty scary people then went on to see the actual physical apparition of what they called the great lady Although the spirit was for the most part friendly and didn't seem to really bother with anyone, it absolutely terrified the castle staff as well as the laird himself, obviously. Seeing a grey lady walking around a building at night would be pretty terrifying. Her presence became so frequent and disruptive that the laird ordered the remains to be exhumed and placed back into a wall within the gun room. Apparently, following the remains being placed back within the walls, all of the sightings and the disruptions stopped altogether. So, that is a bit of a weird one. I mean, this is going to sound really weird, but surely that woman was obviously placed within that wall. I don't think that you could place yourself inside a wall. Is that silly? Like, I don't think you could do that. So, clearly someone has physically placed her in that wall, and I think we can all assume that there was some foul play here. 
which I don't know why she would be disrupting the castle after you would think that she would want her remains to be laid to rest so she could finally just you know be discovered and have some peace but maybe maybe she maybe she wanted to be buried in the castle maybe she enjoyed her work I don't know but that just seems really bizarre somewhere in this castle there is a well allegedly somewhere in this castle there is a skeleton still remaining inside one of the walls I tried to find what room it was but actually I but I actually couldn't find it so take your pick as well as ghosts the castle is said to have had two curses placed on it the first being by a man known as Thomas the Rhymer. His story is a little bit strange in itself, as he was actually said to have been kidnapped by fairies at some point and taken off into the forest to their land. When he managed to find his way back to our world, his hair had gone completely white and he had been blessed with the gift of prophecy. So, quick note, when you talk about fairies, I think a lot of people imagine fairies to be like Tinkerbell and like um, those, just those generic cartoon fairies that are like, they're sweet and they're like, they just go around sprinkling dust on things and shit like that. But if you actually look into fairies, you'll see that that's really not what fairies are like, especially uh, fairies in Scottish kind of folklore. They're not really nice. Obviously they can be, but for the most part they're not these loving little creatures that just come up and leave flowers on your on your back doorstep because they like you like that's not that's not what fairies well I'm correct me if I'm wrong but and from my understanding that's not what fairies are but they can be they can be loving great little creatures but they also can go the other way where they can be very malevolent and very very angry and cause a lot of disruption so just in case you're thinking why the hell would these fairies take this guy away and do this fairies are not always nice so the story goes that one night while he was out walking there was a horrible horrible storm and thomas managed to find himself at the gates of fivey castle as he was about to enter the gates were blown shut by the wind and thomas took this very personally and took it took great offence leading him to bring a curse upon the castle which goes like this i am so sorry if i butcher this by the way fivey fivey does never thrive lang there's in the stains three there's an intel the lady's bower there's an there's an aneath the water yeet and there are three stains yees never get now if i've butchered that i am so sorry but that is just so just to summarize that up he's basically saying that somewhere in the castle there are three hidden stones which are now known as the Weeping Stones. Uh, if these stones are not found, then the inhabitants of Fivey Castle will not thrive. And people thought that this curse was relating to heirs being born because in those days, having a large family with male heirs was really the only way to keep your wealth and power within the family and so thrive. Uh, one of the stone, one of the stains, sorry, stones was said to be found and is kept in like a small stone bowl within the castle um it's known as one of the weeping stones because it just randomly fills the bowl with water and it almost just overflows it just fills it to the very very brim and it just randomly does this on its own the other two stones have never been found so the curse is kind of said to live on whether that's true or not i don't know and this curse brings me to my second ghost in 1592 laird fit Laird Fivey, which at the time was Alexander Sheaton, married Dame Willius Drummond, 
so I don't know if that's how you say her name. It's spelled like Lilius, but I've also seen people say Lily. But I'm just going to say Lily. Um, as far as things go, they had a pretty normal life. And she bore Alexander five daughters before sadly passing before the age of 30. So she was pretty young. She was said to be a really nice woman. Pretty wholesome. Nothing nasty or malevolent there. The rumours surrounding her death, though, are pretty sad and disturbing, if true. The rumour is that Lord Fivey locked his wife within their bedroom as she wasn't able to produce him any male heirs, which takes us back to that curse where heirs are kind of how you thrive in these days. That's how you keep the power. So because Lily wasn't able to produce a son for Alexander, he just kind of washed his hands and said, cool. He locked her in the room. And the plan was just to let her starve and die in there. There are stories of Lily's family trying to rescue her and sadly failing. And this resulted in the Laird having the entire family murdered and cut into pieces. These pieces were then thrown past the bedroom window that she was in so that Lily could see all of her family basically being murdered, which is, let's be here that's pretty horrible i did read another story that said that he took the whole family out onto the courtyard where she could see from her window and he murdered her in front of the window a few different stories there but the message is the same now another reason that people think that lord fivey locked lily in the room to die was also because he was alleged to be having an affair at the time and this was because really 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 quickly after lily's death uh the Laird actually remarried um so a lot of people were speculating that he just got rid of her because he just wanted to move on with his new wife on the night that they were consummating their new marriage they heard what sounded like crying and moaning from outside the bedroom when they went to investigate there was nobody there and then they began to hear scratching at the bedroom window which again there was nobody there some of the castle staff have even said that the night of the wedding the entire castle was filled with horrendous moaning and wailing all night, which was absolutely terrifying. The next day, the laird opened the window in the bedroom. They found the name Dame Lily Drummond carved into the stone window ledge, which was actually 50 feet off the ground. And the name is actually still there to this day. Now, I've actually seen pictures of it, and I must say it is very neat and it's very professional looking. So, you know, this ghost... She got some skills. I'll put a picture of it up on our Instagram for you to look at. Um, It's really cool. Her apparition is seen around the castle and she is known as the Green Lady of Fivey Castle. Now, before I move on, right, quickly, if anybody listening can explain this to me because I see, obviously looking at all these different castles, I see a lot of green ladies, grey ladies, black ladies, red ladies. I see a lot of colourful ladies. Can you explain what that is? Like, why do they present themselves with these different colours? Do these different colours mean different things? Like, are they, like, auras or something? I don't know, I just find that really bizarre. It's like every castle has a green lady or a grey lady. So I just was wanting to know what the colours represent. Do they represent, like, auras or, like, are you a bad ghost or a good ghost? I don't know. Somebody hit me up, let me know. Moving on. She is actually described as a very friendly and warm spirit who can sometimes be accompanied by the smell of roses. I don't know about you, but I absolutely despise the smell of roses. 
actually it's not actually roses that I don't like it's the scent of rose like you know those things that are infused with the scent of rose I don't think that's what rosy smell like like I just honestly I cannot stand the scent of roses oh no yeah nee you know no offense green lady that's just um it's not my thing the room that she was apparently killed in is now known as the murder room and she has the title of head ghost at 5 as she's been known to keep some of the more malevolent spirits in check speaking of malevolent spirits the malevolent spirit at 5 is that of John Pollock, whose spirit is said to haunt the library. John was a convicted murderer and was tortured prior to his death. The reason people think that he is linked to the library is because his death mask is actually on display there. Now, if you don't know what a death mask is, it's basically just a cast of someone's face after they've passed away or died or, you know, whatever. That's that's just what it is. So John's is actually on display in the library. And it actually shows the rope marks on his neck from where he was hanged. Now, obviously, John was not a very nice man when he was alive. He was a murderer. So it is of no surprise that he is a very nasty, horrible spirit. People entering this section of the castle report feeling an extremely oppressing and negative feeling. Some even say that they can't enter at all because it's just so overwhelming. And when people are actually inside, they become violently ill and they just struggle in general to spend extended periods of time in this area. So this is said to be due to the presence of John Pollock, who just obviously likes to make people feel uncomfortable and not want to be in that area. Some of the other apparitions that are seen are that of a little girl who is known as Annie. She is commonly seen playing on the stairs and has even made contact with some of the staff. When they asked her if she liked the visitors that come and go, she replied, yes, because I've got people to play with, which is so freaking sad. This little girl just chills on the stairs wanting somebody to play with her. That is so sad. Although there are no physical records of any little girl called Annie ever living or dying at the castle, she is a very prominent presence there. Jumping back to the curses, there was one other curse that had said to have been placed on Fivey Castle and it was said to be placed on the dungeon area of the castle. The door was sealed and it was said if anyone were to open it that it would cause the laird himself to die and his wife to go blind. Now the origins of this curse I couldn't find. I don't know why it was placed there. I don't know why it was placed on the dungeon area but you know there's a lot of curses going on here so they i, I get the, the vibe that they just weren't very liked people that were living in this castle so the first laird who actually lived at the castle was completely terrified of this curse and he just point blank refused to let anyone near the door but the second and third laird thought it was a lot of old rubbish and opened the door freely walking in and out um they both died yes they both died um one of their wives did have some issues regarding sight and the other wife did just go completely blind so i don't know that seems a little bit suspicious that seems a little bit weird Hmm, do i believe in curses i don't know could it have just been some sort of particle in the air in that section of the castle that was maybe making people sick i don't know but that that's that's some pretty weird shit. Today, the dungeon is not open at all to the public, so you can't visit it, you can't go in. And there was even a point in time where that incomplete section of the castle was just completely sectioned off. Um, and some speculate that this room is actually where the skeleton was placed back into the wall. 
so I don't know about that but that could be a very strong possibility. Another wee thing worth mentioning but I couldn't really find any evidence or reports of this being a real thing. I just read a couple of stories about it, it kept coming up in my research but whenever I would like look that specific thing up it just nothing would come up. Um, there was said to be a blood stain on the stone somewhere within the castle that just would not go away. Um, they tried to cover it and clean it and it just wouldn't wouldn't just wouldn't budge. I couldn't find any information on that or why it was there, but if you have ever visited Fivey and know what I'm talking about, then please get in touch and let us know. I don't know if they're getting that mixed up with Glam's Castle because I'm pretty sure that when we covered Glam's Castle there was a piece of stone in the castle that was covered in blood that they eventually had to remove because they just physically could not remove the blood stain from this piece of stone. I don't know, but if you've ever seen it or you know anything about it, please get in touch and let us know. Another wee side note. Most Haunted... Uh, most Haunted... Most Haunted did an episode here. Uh, I think we all know how I feel about that programme. I physically cannot sit through it, even for research purposes. But if you like the show and you like this episode, go give it a watch. I'm sure that you'll find that interesting. You might find out some more information. I just physically... You know, with peace and love, I cannot listen to that. I just can't listen to that program. It, I don't know what it is. It's just, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, guys. Just you do it, okay? You do it. And that is all that I have for you on 5 Castle. All ghosts on the side, it is a completely stunning place and it has plenty to do in the warmer months. There are beautiful gardens and there's a lake that you can walk around as well. It's most definitely one for the visit list when we're actually allowed to travel 20 yards outside of our homes. But um, there's plenty of things to do there. I um, I feel like that's kind of the recurring theme with all the castles here in Scotland that are still obviously safe for, you know, entering and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know, I just... the, the The more stuff that I learn about Scotland actually makes me love my country more like obviously I love Scotland I'm Scottish but just learning about all these different things and these places that I didn't even know existed that we can visit I don't know it just made me kind of weirdly fall in love with my country which is strange but you know we're always traveling abroad and oh let's go to the we want to be abroad in the sun and the beaches but I think we forget that there are some really beautiful places right here in Scotland that we can visit um, and it's a, and I most definitely would like to write a list of most of the places that I've spoke about on here and visit them because they just seem so filled with history and stories and I don't know, I just find something very whimsical about them. I know it might sound weird, but anywho, that is all I have for you guys. Stay weird, stay scared, and I will see you in the next one. Bye, guys. <laughs>